my god, bro. Do you have do you have coronavirus? Yeah, I got I got tested earlier today. It's been confirmed. Dude, um, that's crazy. I'm actually going right back to self-isolation after this episode. That's crazy. It's crazy how fast corona is spreading, too. Yeah, well, corona and coronavirus, both of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Well, corona has actually taken a hit in their sales. Wait, corona, I feel like more people would buy it. That's what I thought, too. Right, for the but, memes, right? But that's what I thought, like corona parties and stuff, but it's actually, their sales have been, you know, way down, like 30%, 40%. For all of you who are wondering, I don't actually have coronavirus. That was a fake cough. Sure, but sure. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. But it's crazy how fast it spread. It's it's truly an international pandemic. It really is. Yeah. You know what else is international? What would what would that be? <laughs> oh, women. Women? Yeah. Specifically, the International Women's Day. Oh, yeah. I see. What you mean. I was <laughs> gonna say there are inter- there are women there internationally. Are women. That's internationally, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and with us, we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. One of our one of our best friends. One of our favorite people. Yes. Uh, Munira is here. Hello, everyone. Um, also, I feel like as a public figure, I don't endorse any of the comments <laughs> from the last section. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, if I knew this is what, what we were going to talk about, I probably wouldn't have come onto the show, but I love the boys. And, that's what yeah. all of our guests say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you don't tell them what you're interviewing them about or like what's happening until they get there. And it's like, surprise, we're talking about this. And then we don't talk about it. That's what happens. That's, that's, exactly. that's how we do that it. Was, this that is, was accurate. This is gotcha journalism right uh-huh. here. That's, that's what we, we do. We are journalists. That's what yeah, we do. Yeah, I feel I feel scammed. But um, happy International Women's Day to everyone who's listening. Yeah. Yeah, the show Wait, before on. we get to that, Munira, you, you have been doing something like really big, right? Oh, I don't know if you want to say it. Yo, like, basically, on the yeah, I'm running for student body president. Um, yeah. That's like the, the thing, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what, yeah so that's I wasn't sure. I'm like, that's what I, I was always, referencing. There's a lot going on in my life. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> but I'm um, running for student body president. Um, I can't really tell y'all to vote for me because I think that like violates like radio regulations. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, I can't really t- technically campaign yet for the next two weeks. But elections are April 8th and 9th. And please consider voting for your girl. Um, yeah. Yeah. Should this be an official really bro endorsement? Are we allowed to do that? What, let me so. let me yeah, just, just let me oh, just say Sammy. we're very excited that we, at the prospect of a Munira presidency. We are very we are very very much feeling internal passion. Yes, yes, this. yes. Yeah. My heart is full with the prospect of, <laughs> of a presidency. <laughs> the future the yes. of a Munira Ali yeah. Munira presidency. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, but anyways, International Women's Day. Why do you why is it an important day? Um because like yeah women everywhere are still going through so much shit it's terrible <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like a big part of like international women's day is more of like hmm. like having space to like appreciate like the really great woman in your life hmm. yeah um and also just like acknowledging the kind of like work that it takes to like make this place this like country this world a better place for women hmm. like i could like pull out a bunch of statistics i don't think i have to i feel like the really bro audience is like well read they know their numbers um they're pretty woke yeah they're pretty woke <laughs> you know they're already pro women we love to see it but yeah like international women's day is all about like recognizing that the world is not where we want it to be um and like imagining what kind of future that would look like yeah so that's do we have a national women's day in addition oh Oh my gosh, I nearly fell off the chair, but um, I don't think so. No. We don't. Yeah. Really? Interesting. What does that say? I, I don't know if it says anything. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it does. The the U.S. is a patriarchy. They hate women. Oh, like, that's fact. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, that yeah. Is, that, I think that's the point that I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah that's, I, a good, no, that's a good point. Yeah. I, hadn't yeah. Cons- yeah. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. One of the things that's been really striking to me 
that I've been learning more about over the past couple months is, and that I was completely ignorant towards before, like being born and raised in the United States, mm-hmm. is how Western a lot of notions of patriarchy are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've been in a Native American history class, and one of the most interesting parts of that is the role of, like, specifically the interaction between, like, the traditional role of women in many tribes, which was agriculture, like, specifically yeah. for the Cherokee and for the Diné, yeah. who are Navajo. Um, yeah. And then seeing those interactions with the American government and how that, like, flipped. Yeah. I don't know. It's been yeah. something that's really been on my mind. Yeah. I have a close friend who's Kumai, um, which is, like, indigenous, like, Cambodian person. Um, and, like, that's a really important distinction to make because there's a lot of Chinese Cambodian people. Um, but you won't get into, like, race relations on this podcast. But, like, she talks to me a lot about, like, um, Kumai society being, like, a matriarchal society or, like, being a bilineal society. Um, and what is, what is bilineal? Bilineal mean? means that, like, both, like, like matriarchy and uh, patriarchy kind of, like, balance, but in mm-hmm. terms of, like, thinking of, like, lineage. Um, and I think I, I might get, be getting the word wrong, but, like, a lot of, like, especially, like, a lot of, like, non-American, like, non-Western societies have, like... Um, like, you're remembered through your father's name. Mm. You know, like, I can, like, I can, my last name is, like, my grandfather's name. My mm. middle name is my dad's name. Like, and I can count down generations because, like, I know, like, my lineage in that mm. way. Um, and, like, uh, Kumai society, like, does not have, like, a lineage or, like, a kind of, like, lineage system where people don't have last names. Um, but that's, like, what she meant by, like, bilineal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's, like, what I'm thinking about more broadly. Like, we, hmm. Um, like, thinking about, like, pink imperialism. You know, and uh, like the U.S. like pushing its own version of like feminism onto mm-hmm. like other countries, even though like their ven- version of feminism is like inherently like more oppressive, because mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, like we, like everyone should have like access to like a book, and like everyone should be able to read, but that like, and, like women specifically should be able to like read. So um, but, what is like, that? Like you use the phrase like pink imperialism. Oh, like, yeah. What what does that mean? Okay, so pink imperialism is um, thinking about. Like, thinking about, like, hmm, like, the U.S., like, either, like, boycotting or oppressing other countries because they're, like, oh, you treat, like, women like shit. Mm. Yeah. And, like, you can think about, like, more uh, in terms of, like, Muslim countries, like, what has happened in Muslim countries. Uh, and, like, it's, like, valid. Yeah, like, these places are deeply homophobic places. Or these places mm. are deeply sexist places. And, like, women are not allowed to, like, I don't know, like, go outside or, like, mm-hmm. drive or, like, get an education. All these, like, basic human rights. But, like the U.S. feels, like, so entitled to, like, go into these countries and, like, press down, like, these laws or, like, press down these regulations or these sanctions um, Mm. without realizing, like, this is imperialism, you Mm. know? And it's like, oh, yeah, like, we are, like, centering women. But when we think about it, like, black and brown women are still being, like, violently oppressed in this country. Um, So, like, when the U.S. says, oh, we're doing this in the name of feminism, it's not in the name of feminism. It's in the name of imperialism. Mm. And they justify it by, like, talking... This has become really political. But they justify (laughs) it by, like, saying, oh, yeah, we're doing this because this country is homophobic and this country is sexist. Mm. Yeah. And, wow, I have a big brain idea. Like, this is... I'm going to just talk it out. But, like, we can also see this in terms of, like, racism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, like... Um, how we, like, we, uh, like, assign, like, being, like, sexist or, like, being, like, any of these things, like, the moral position. Like, yeah, like, oh, you are not a sexist because, like, you're a good person and you didn't do these things, you know? And, like, we condemn anyone who's a sexist or we condemn anyone who's a racist or, like, any of that stuff. Like, um, and when you, like, I'm just, like, talking now. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Is that okay? No, like, when you, like, when you tie these things to your, your morality or, like, or, like the, the the understanding you have of when it's, like, a moral thing rather than, like, oh, yeah, this thing is, like, 
inherently sexist or this thing mm. is like inherently racist like that makes it so easy to like one not let people grow because like nobody wants to be called racist nobody wants to be called sexist but two like that means like the u.s is going to assign like all these countries and all these places with this like ad like this like just like this label so it's and, like it's like yeah. a blanket assignment yeah. yeah rather than like looking yeah. at the nuance and saying no, like, yeah. this thing is sexist yes. versus like there yeah. are other no, yeah. pieces that aren't yeah and it's like yeah but that's all the thoughts i have about pink how would you define, like, because one thing you yeah. touched on is, like, American feminism actually yeah. being quite oppressive. Yeah. Um, how would you define, like, American mm. feminism mm. Um, in comparison to, like, I mean, obviously there are thousands of different types yeah. of feminism um, with, like, I don't know, feminism more internationally. Like, I know that's a very, like, multifaceted mm. question. Just thinking about, like... I feel like American fe- feminism quite often is, like, white feminism. Yeah. But, like, you, like, taking, a, like, a more global perspective of it, like, even our, like, most radical feminist here is still, like, quite oppressive because it's, like, you need to understand that, like, your, like, being American means that, like, everything that you have in this world and, like, all the, like, great things that are coming to you are directly the result of oppression of other people. Mm. And, like, the ex- like all our clothes are, like, hand-stitched, man. And I feel like mm-hmm. we should, like, be thinking about that. Like, this is a woman's issue because who's making my shirt? Like, somebody in Bangladesh, someone in, like, Thailand. Yeah. And, like, they're hand-stitching it because, like, literally no kind of machinery can, like, make, like, shirts mm. or, like, pants. So, like, that's, I feel like, the first part of, like, American feminism. Just being very unaware of, like, how, like, you being American and you being, like, in this, like, American imperialist capitalist society mm. means that all these other people who are living at the expense of you. Um, and, then, like, secondly, it's, like, thinking about, like, nuance in terms of the U.S. as well. Like, the actual, like, American feminism is exclusive of black people, is exclusive of disabled people, exclusive of, like, every other identity but womanhood. Um, And, like, we can think about it, like, um, in terms of, like, I don't know, anytime we have a conversation about, like, all the women who are in the presidential race and, like, them being, like, like, them dropping out, it's, I feel like, quite often not, like... I'm pro Bernie, yeah, yeah, obviously, but like, yeah, like thinking about like Warren and everything right now, yeah. and like thinking about the kind of like um, how people are like, oh, I'm not gonna vote for Bernie because like um, Bernie's, their Bernie Bros are like sexist and they bully people mm-hmm. online. When it's like, oh, so you're gonna vote for Biden, who is like mm-hmm. an abuser, one, but mm-hmm. also like voted for the crime bill, and it's like stuff like that, like just being mm-hmm. like really unaware of anything but womanhood, I think is what defines American feminism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, there are, like, so many other identities and there's so many other experiences. Like, you being disrespected in the classroom because you're a woman, you know? You being shut out of that space, that's bad. But there are things that are, like... I That's not my first worry, being on this campus. My first yeah. worry is about the cops, yeah. you know? My first worry is about, like... Even, like, socially. Like, my first worry is not, like, people are not taking me seriously. It's never about or that. Or at least because of yeah. your... No, it's womanhood. not about my womanhood. People are not taking me seriously. But I'm not concerned about that. I'm scared that people will, like, hurt me. Or, like, <laughs> that's what my biggest fear is. Yeah. And it's, like, I never want to dismiss someone else's, like, reality or someone else's, like, concerns and everything. Mm. But really, like, just, like, thinking about, like, American feminism and, like, global... Like, thinking about it more globally. There are... Like, yeah, we are all complicit in the patriarchy. But we are complicit in a global patriarchy that puts us at the top. Mm. So, like, what are we as, like... It's, like, like viewing yeah. America, like, as... Yeah as itself like a yeah. patriarch yeah right like in a global context oh, yeah that's crazy yeah oh wow wait yeah. so you mentioned this sort of notion that yeah i don't know like basically white feminists or like a, a american white feminists specifically mm. need to like just have this unawareness mm. but how do we create a situation where american white feminists can be educated without putting that burden on like Literally all the other women. Bro, like, 
we have the internet first. <laughs> we have the internet. And it's like really not hard to like educate people or mm-hmm. to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, like that's like, it's a big question as well. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like a lot of like the American public school system is indoctrination. Like we like it or not. Like people don't learn the right history. You know, like we learn like a history that like put that is very pro-American and that erases like the contributions of other people. Um, and then like thinking like more like broadly as well, we aren't we're like not forced to interact with these things. So I think like a big part of it is just like structurally making people have to interact with it. So mm-hmm. changing our public school system. But that like moving beyond that, like how do we do this to our friends on our daily lives and everything? Like, I don't know. Like you're aware of it. You know, you're like aware mm-hmm. of how limited like and how privileged that we are in this like at Stanford so having conversations about that I feel like it's a big thing because like I've been thinking a lot more of like what does a culture change look like or like how do we make this world a better place and it's really like having conversations and like really redefining what we think of progress Mm because progress is not like when we like completely change this country progress is not just when we pass like like these huge legislations progress is one person changing their mind Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and like yeah um what do you think or, like, what was your transition from, uh, like, coming to the United States? Mm-hmm. How did your understanding of fem- feminism um, change? So, like, um, oh, my gosh. I was, like, the biggest. Like, you remember, like, the era, like, 2013, where, like, we should all be feminists, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. That that was 2013? That was, like, 2013. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, it was, like, early 2000s, mm-hmm. early 2010s and everything. Like, um, but... Like, that, like, era, like, that or just, like, that ethos, like, was very much, like, definition, like, who mm-hmm. I was. Um, I, like, had, like, a, a sit-in <laughs> in the third grade. Um, but oh. it was, like, literally, like, uh, 20, me and 20 other girls, uh, we were all, like, really, really pressed. Uh, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just, like, we, like, refused to go clean up after lunch. Because, like, that's mm-hmm. what they used to make us do. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to make us, like, clean up after, like, everyone else. Like, and it was, like... Was that in Minnesota? Yeah. No, it was in Minnesota. Okay. That was in Kenya. That was in Kenya. Okay. Like, this is right after. Like, I, went, I was like, this is wrong. This yeah. is, like... Yeah, and I was very self-righteous. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, I was also, like... And then bro- what happened? Did you have to do it? Uh, no, I mean, like, they... They're not gonna make me yeah. do anything. <laughs> no, it, like, it worked. Like, yeah, they just, like, were more equitable with it. Mm. But it's also just, like it's like really like people like kind of I feel like young girls are like the most indignant about things you know mm. they're like this is unfair like this is wrong or it's like children as a whole and then after a while you like you stop saying this is unfair because you're like this you is get, what the world you is get like jaded. you get jaded mm-hmm. yeah or you like you you learn to value it yeah 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 and um I never learned to value it like um Kenya is a lot there's a lot more of like the kind of like the misogyny that we're like taught or we talk about like, women not being able to, like, leave or, like, make their own decisions, da 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 all that. And, like, even though it's, like, it is, like, a fairly, like, westernized country and all that, it w- it's a very different than the U.S., you know? And it's, like, stuff like, oh, yeah, like, um, lots of people. Because I don't want to, like, things have changed, mm-hmm. and I don't want to... I'm just very aware that, like, I'm on an American podcast talking about Kenya. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. and, like, I'm an American citizen talking about Kenya, so I don't want to, like, sure, criticize sure. Kenya in that way. So, yeah. Um, but all that, like, growing up... Th- going to Kenya, all that, and, like, just, like, realizing, oh, yeah, like, being a woman sucks, and, like, female genital mutilation, and, like, domestic violence, and all these things that are, like, so tied mm. um, to, like, womanhood, and, like, these, these, like, things that, like, I feel like at the U.S., we don't really have to think about. We don't have to think about, like, sexism in the way that, like, it looks like in the rest of the world. Huh. Because, like, yeah, like, the way that women are treated in the rest of the world 
really, really bad, really, really bad. Like being unable to access education, you know, being unable to access like uh, period products and everything. Um, and like literally like sexual violence, like the highest um, when I was like in third grade, they gave us like comprehensive sexual education um, because like the highest rates of like new AIDS infections are girls from the ages of nine to twelve. Wow. And like they're like that's because no that's because they're raped, bro. Wow. Like yeah. because like there was like this myth that if you like slept with a virgin, like and I might be wrong, it might not be the highest. That's what they taught they taught us. That's like, crazy. but like it's like yeah, like these things are like so are part of people's lives, and like it's so easy for us to like think about like more theoretically uh-huh. about like them, which I'm like building up to. Like it's like so easy for us to like think about these things very theoretically, but no, like literally people are dying, bro, or like people are like. Yeah, like, little girls are getting AIDS because, like, old men think that raping them will cure them. Really? Yeah, that's, wow. that's, that's like, the myth. myth. That's a myth. Like, you Whoa. having sex with a virgin will cure you of your AIDS. Whoa. And this is, like, a very common myth throughout that's East Africa. Crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, let's talk about the AIDS epidemic, but not now. <laughs> no, yeah, but, like, literally, like, here, AIDS is very tied to being queer, mm. you know? Everywhere else in the world, AIDS is tied to being a young woman. Wow. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, like, young women are so much more vulnerable. Do you think AIDS is still tied to being queer here? Like, yeah, very much so. Because, like, if you're gay, not you take tribata. Not like, the same amount. Oh, not the, the same amount. Sure. Not in the 80s, no. Like, but it's more of, like, being a young gay man or, like, being a young trans woman uh-huh. as well. Like, you, you take truvada, like, which yeah. is, like, the, like, yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of, like, gay men take that as yeah. a precaution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, and I also, like, my, my cl- closest best friends, like, are, like, queer men. So, like, I'm a lot more queer, but it's also, like, it's not... It's not, but people don't see it as a gay person's disease. Yeah. But people never saw it as a gay person's disease in mm. Africa. Or like, most of, yeah. They it, like it's like, it's everyone, because it's like, no, it's not the young girls, but it's like an everyone thing. Because okay. like, I could, could, maybe you could Google this up. How many people have AIDS in Kenya? Yeah, I can Google Yeah, because I feel like, I, it might be a quarter. I might be wrong, though. The last thing I heard was Puro. No. That came full circle, damn. Yeah, but okay, but moving on as like Sammy like searches up like um how many what's the percentage? Okay, but I moved to one point six million, so six percent. One point six million. So like um oh no, there's like there's oh there's districts and cities and everything. Mm -hmm. Like there's a city Kasumu. Kasumu is like um western part of Kenya, um and it's like near the lakes and everything, and like twenty five no nineteen percent. No Yeah, no, it's like Homa Bay, Siaya, and Kasumu. But, like, Homa oh, yeah. Bay has 25% of, like, oh, a f- wow. like yeah. And these are, like, this is lots of people. Like, 6% yeah. of, like, Kenyan. Yeah. Oh, and that's, like, like it's really easy for us not to, like, think about how many people are 6% of people. But, like, 6% of, like, 300 million. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. But that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That means it'll be someone that you know. That's crazy. Yeah, like, 3% of this country is Muslim, I think. And, like, how many Muslim people do you know, bro? How many Muslim people do you know? Is this just like thinking that you know it's like as a whole you know you Uh, know Muslim people so six percent of the country living with AIDS you know a lot of people living with AIDS yeah wild yeah yeah but just skipping through all of that like growing up I felt very strongly about like these ideals of feminism like men are equal to women you know because like quite often in the rest of the world men are not equal to women Mm. yeah and like women are literally living. Like, at risk at any given moment. And it's, mm. like, yeah, it's very violent. Yeah. It's very terrible. And it's just, like, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, I, so, I'm 16. I moved back to the U.S. And I'm very excited at first because I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, all my feminism dreams. Like, wow, this is so great. Like, I like I remember, like, one moment that was, like, really, like, defining for mm. me was, like, um, like, I had, like, a pad underneath my arm. 
and like it fell out and like, I expected all the guys or like I expected it to be weird or something but like like somebody just like literally handed it to me Whoa. like and it was just like, so low key it like it was literally not in Kenya like if I had a pen in my hand right now you guys would not react to it but like being in Kenya it's like stuff like that like it was you're not supposed to like even mm. talk about it yeah you know and it was like such a moment for me I'm like wow like this is what it's like being a woman here yeah like um and then like like pe- like Trump was elected um so all the like it was like whoa like this country is actually not what it's all about like the end of the Obama era all those feelings that we all had um and I like got involved in like girl up and everything which is a great time yeah but I, at the end of it I was like super burnt out cuz I was like mm-hmm. I'm like okay this is still very western okay um, my my like biggest question in this whole thing yeah. is um what do you think people yeah. should be thinking about on International Women's Day? Yeah. And then also, like, how can people reframe their mindsets mm. around feminism to have a more, like, international perspective? Mm. I think I was going somewhere with my story, though. Okay. Oh, so please, I'm going to finish please. that story, and then I'm going to give you a good response to All the right, question. Cool. Cut. Yeah, cut. Okay, so I'm going to pick up from coming back to the U.S. And, like, you can, like, edit as much as you want to. But, like, um, I moved back to the U.S. Um, and, like, I'm very excited to be in the U.S. And I feel like it's, like, it's a great time. Like, it's... Like, the, the sexism that's here, it's not the same kind of, like, visibility. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's, yeah, like, I am no longer at, like, risk of, like, being raped, you know? Like, I would never... I would... I was not at that kind of, like, reset a lot of other women are. But it's, like, you know, stuff like that. It's, like, the, the, the kind of feelings that I have of, like, walking in the street and, like, feeling safe at night. Hmm. Like, it's, like, very different abroad. Or it's just, like, yeah, like... Or, like, socially, I have a lot more, like... I have a lot more privileges. Okay. Like, yeah. And then um, coming to Stanford is also a lot like that. Like, I... My hometown is, like, very... is a lot more conservative than Stanford is. So I have a lot more freedom to do the things I want to do here. Mm-hmm. So that means that, like... Like, I, when I think about, like, feminism, and I think about, like, this, like, idea of, like, oh, yeah, like, women are inherently disadvantaged. Like, I, like, I look at this place, and I'm, like, you know what? I, like, I'm, like, doing pretty well, you know? And, like, that means I don't, I don't think about it as hard. And, like, that's, like, that's, like it's pretty bad. It's, I, I feel, like, I have, like, been feeling more and more, like, isolated from, like, the idea of, like, feminism and, like, the term feminist. Um, because I feel, like, quite often people use it for their own benefits and everything, their own advantages. And this is what it comes down to, like, white women feminism and everything. Because, like, feminism is not having more C- female CEOs. Mm. That's, like, capitalism, bro. <laughs> That's capitalism. And, like, I, yeah. Like, I feel like the answer to, like, having a more international look on feminism, like, and, like, more just, like, thinking about, like, women elsewhere is, like, taking, a, like, a step back and, like, thinking about... Because at the end of the day, like, yeah... Like, being at Stanford as a woman really sucks because when you think of, like, Title IX, you think about sexual violence and everything, you think about how many of your friends, like, go through these really terrible experiences that are not believed. And that's, like, the other half of it. Like, really, like, there's no place that is, like, perfect or good being a woman because, like, patriarchy and violence is so deeply ingrained into it. And even in these, like, most progressive spaces, like, even though, like, I'm, like, I can be, like, oh, yeah, like, you guys treat me, like, you're equal, you know, all that. Like, this is, like, the feminist dream, but, like, it's still not it. It's still pretty shitty. So, like, having that in mind and, like, knowing that, like, when your friends call you sexist, they're not, like, saying that, oh, yeah, like, you're out there, you're, like, violating, like... Yeah. Yeah, but no, you're still, like, you're still operating within the frame of sexism, you know? And you're still, like, having these, like, systemic benefits given to you. And mm-hmm. it's, like, all the stuff, like, pay equity, like, I don't know, like, how much space that men take up, all it's, these things, yeah. It's kind of like what you were saying, Evan, yeah. like, the... Um... Like the we might 
like the reframing of, of yeah. how we how we learn things. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. Rather than just what we learned. Would yeah. you you mentioned um I want to take it back to something you said earlier, which yeah. is like you mentioned like the personal sort of relationship with the term feminist. Yeah. And how that's changed. Yeah. Um hmm. Do you think you'd still call yourself a feminist, like, in light of all that? What else am I supposed to call myself, bro? Mm. <laughs> That's really the question. Because it's, like, I feel like I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm, like, yeah, here are my beliefs and values, and that's a line. But, like, since this is my foundation, everyone else's foundation, like, not everyone else, but a lot of people's foundation is still within, like, yeah, like, patriarchy is a thing and is, like, part of your life. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, oh, I am, like, a feminist, you know? Or, like, you have to, like, make that step forward and be like, I think that all... People start from the wrong foundation, you mm. know? And, like, now that I'm at this place where I'm, like, everyone's equal, everyone's inherently equal, that means I'm going to criticize things very differently. Mm. And, like, just because, like, I criticize feminism very strongly and I criticize, like, other women for, like, the values that they have, like, I still think that, like, at the end of the day, we're all fighting the same thing, you know? Mm. And, like, we're fighting in a bunch of different rooms. We're fighting in boardrooms. Yeah, like, female CEOs, you're fighting, you're, you're, you're fighting against the patriarchy, but... You're still capitalist and you're still pressing people. But, like, we're fighting in boardrooms. We're fighting in classrooms. We're fighting it, like, in the Congress. We're fighting it, like, abroad, you know? And we're fighting it, like, everywhere we go. Like, we're fighting this, like, the same evil of, like, oppression, of patriarchy, of, like, male violence, you know? And then, like, that means, like, you... I also think about, like, feminism in terms of, like, um, like gender as well and, like, gender identity and, like, mm. the way that a lot of, like, people who call themselves feminists are TERFs, which is, like, uh, trans-exclusive radical feminist. Um, but it's, like, a lot of people who are, like, who are, like, cis women, cisgender women who, like, remove, like, trans people and non-binary people from their activism. And I think mm. that, like, you can't have... That's a big reason why feminism is not as, like, like as fully adopted or, like, people fighting against sexism is not the same as people fighting against racism. Mm. Um, because it's, like, the people who are often fighting against sexism are only people who think about womanhood. Mm. And they don't think about, like, what it means to be existing outside of womanhood, you know? So, like, I feel like that's, like, a really big thing as well. Mm-hmm. But that's within, like, the context of, like, all of us are fighting against, like, male violence, mm. you know? And, like, we're fighting against the patriarchy. Um, and that's, like, that's, that's a given. Those are, like, things. But, like, on the other end of the spectrum... Because there's, like, there's a lot of us, you know, and there's, like, all this, like, variation and everything. The truth of the matter is that, like, there's still, like, a lot of, like, men, you know, or a lot of people who, like, believe in the patriarchy and uphold the patriarchy and maintain it. And, like, for me, like, what's normal is, like, oh, yeah, like, my future, the future that I'm fighting for is, like, a very inclusive one where, like, trans people and, like, non-binary people and, like, women and men and, like, black people, it's, like, you like, it centers, like, people who are oppressed and, like, it puts our narrative first. But, like, when we are, like, like, when, like, when we, I don't know, when, when people look at it from the other end of the spectrum, it's, like, oh, yeah, I, I'm a man and I'm going to oppress women and, like, trans people don't exist, you know? Mm. Yeah. So there's, like, there's, there's that extreme. Mm. Yeah. So, like, I'm still, even if I have criticism and I don't, like, I feel like they're going about things the wrong way. They're still pushing the needle. Yeah. And, like, I will criticize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. being part of that, like, yeah. foundation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my last thoughts. Uh, wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> wash your damn hands. And um, also, don't be racist. Yeah. Don't be sexist. Um, give, like, the woman and the non-binary people in your life. Oh, yeah. My takeaway... My, yeah, don't misgender people. That's my takeaway over there. Because, yeah, people be doing it all the time. What the f though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the f though. My what the f of the week is, um, 
yeah, Stanford is in the midst of uh, coronavirus fears, and um, that means school's been canceled for the next two weeks, which is great for us because it feels like a snow day, and I don't really know what to do with myself. But what the f***, Stanford? You are not extending the same uh, courtesy to your workers. Um, Campus workers have to clean um, a dorm like that has potentially coronavirus and also like just thinking about the extra labor and time and like work that they have to do to make sure that like everyone else here is good uh yeah but we hate this place what's new (laughs) what's new um yeah they didn't even tell their workers like it's not it's not even like the workers had to like clean out the dorm of coronavirus but at least they knew they were doing it it's like they just didn't even bother to tell the workers who are cleaning out the dorms that oh by the way you might get coronavirus from doing this yeah that's insane Mm -hmm. That's actually yeah insane. no yeah we especially considering how many emails they've sent to like yeah. parents and shit oh yeah. yeah oh my god like so much effort into like I mean like canceling canceling classes is pretty radical for, right like to yeah. keep students mm-hmm. safe and like I'm not saying that's a bad thing but like just comparing that to how little yeah. they've done for yeah like the people who actually keep Stanford going right yeah but yeah there's a lot of people here who just kind of suck. Yeah, it's facts. Speaking of people here who suck, um, this is going to seem very petty in comparison to that. Because it is petty, but it still made me mad. Um, I went to uh, a... My friend's performance is like a sketch comedy group. Uh, really, really... It was amazing, by the way. It was amazing. Uh, but when we got there, there was like... I went with some other friends. Um, and when we got there, there was like a big line in front. And I think something like happens to people around our age when there's like a big line they start to get like they start to get worried about like their own like social status and i think they think like if they're in like the back of the line or something it's like entering like a club right like if you're in the back of the line (laughs) you're like you're like a loser you know whatever um and people are just doing these crazy shit trying to cut the line like trying to like get get like get to the front and like be like i'm with them like i'm gonna get to the front and i literally saw like this one guy who i like know peripherally but not like that well he was like with a group of his friends and then like his friend another one of his friends up front was like hey like so and so like you should come up here and then he just straight up ditched all of his friends in the back like a um and then the funniest part of it all was that like everybody ended up like getting into that show (laughs) so he like burned all his friends for no reason yeah exactly people be fake my what the f*** is actually just very, very related to that. Ooh. My what the f*** is that on a very broad level, people in California, or at least I, I can't speak to a lot of California. Mm-hmm. I should be careful. But people at Stanford in the Bay and in Silicon Valley, sometimes it feels like they're all sprinting somewhere. Like everyone is sprinting, you know. No one's got a map. No one knows where they're sprinting to, but they know that they feel like they want to be sprinting because it makes them feel good and productive and, like, they're gaining social status, and so they do it. Mm-hmm. But none of them have to show for it. Bunch of social you know, climbers. Bunch of social climbers, exactly. Like, think about, like, that show. Yeah. Like, everyone's trying to sprint in the door, but at the end of the day... Period, Evan. But at the end of the day, you're getting in the door, you know? Period. Especially, especially at a place like Stanford. Where, like, when you get out of a place like this with your name on it, you don't have to, like, like, that sprinting doesn't necessarily pay dividends in the long run. Like, I get that that's different in a lot of other places, but, like, here, like, we need to be, we need to be taking care of better care of Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, where the ones go? It's a sh- Put your front row. Talking shit, bro. Let your tongue show. Mighty over. And above
That is still my favorite love quote. Put the gun aside. What the f oh? I sleep with the gun. Then she don't snow. What the f yo? Where the love go? Trade the ski mask for the muzzle. It's a bloodbath. Where the suns go? It's a Swiss beat. That the drums go. If she's iffy, that the drugs go. If she's simply double cup toast. I got a duffel full of hundos. That the love go. Where's the uproar? What the f Damn. Where the love go? Oh. Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the f though. Hey. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. What the f though? Damn. Where the love go? Oh. Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the f though. Hey. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. Get the f though. Oh. I don't bluff, bro. Oh. I come out the scuffle without a scuffle. Puff, puff, bro. I don't huff though. Yellow diamonds up close, catch a sunstroke at your front door with a gun store. Knock, knock, who's there's how it won't go. Just the jungle, so have the utmost for the nutsoles. And we nutso, what the f, bro? Swim from, bro. We grow up fast, we roll up slow. We throw up gang signs, she throw up dope. Drain life, hang time like you don't know. Put the green in the bag like a lawnmower. Hair trigger, pull back like a con roll. Extra clip in a stash like a console. Listening to Bono, you listen to Dono. What the f, bro? Where the love go? Swizzy, he the chef. I like my lunch gross. Just look up, bro. That the scuds go. I see the shovel. But where did Bob go? Hmm. To the unknown. Only way he coming back is through his unborns. If you see what's in my bag, think I'm a drug lord. It's empty when I give it back. Now where's the up, bro? What the f, bro? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the f though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. What the f though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the f though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo.